This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This kiki is o'clock on a Monday night, which means that you're on 21st Century Women once again on Joy 94.9. Woo! Woohoo! Uh, Join this week with Lindsay and Greta exploring the fun side of feminism as we do every week. Uh, unfortunately, Hannah, Daisy and Tessa can't join us tonight, uh, but it's all right. We've filled the studio with a special guest who we'll introduce in just a moment. Uh, big shout out to Cal and the Well 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 team. Uh, for another fantastic show. Unfortunately, no Robert. No Robert. No. Sorry. Hope he's doing well. I got so passionate about that I bolded it (laughs) in the the run sheet. But no Robert tonight. We'll see him again next week. He's probably trying to cool down his house. Probably. Has been a bit warm. (laughs) I say that like I live with him. I don't live with Robert. That'd be weird. Uh, as always, get in touch by sending us a message on 0427 Joy 949. It's 0427569949. Tonight's show. Mm. Grammys have been on, Greta. The Grammys have happened. And as is the, uh, it, we're seeing at the moment with award shows, because it is award so- show season with Me Too and Time's Up, we're going to talk about how those things were touched on during the Grammys. Mm. You've got some interesting statistics about the Australia Day honours. Yeah, some awards went out last week, some gender stats Gender stats. Can we rename our show Gender Stats? <laughs> and you've also got a very interesting uh, piece of information about President Donald Trump. I do, yeah. Breaking news. Breaking I'm going to say breaking will news. Shock everyone. <laughs> Hold on to your hats as we touch on that later in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are, of course, as I mentioned before, joined in the studio with special guest singer, producer, Baptiste. Hello, welcome to Joy. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. Yay! <laughs> We're so excited to have you. So um, it's been an exciting recent time for Baptiste or also your, um, so Baptiste being your stage name, Ebony being your day-to-day real life name. Um, you, <laughs> you've got a few fans My and friends in yeah. the studio who are laughing at me right now. My day-to-day name is Ebony. <laughs> and on my birth certificate it says... Um, but no, it's been really fun because uh, one of your songs, Start Again, is currently on regular rotation at Joy during our daytime playlist. It's actually really exciting that it is because it's always nice to have, you know, support from anyone, but to be supported by Joy FM is such a huge honour for me. And I am very, very honoured that Start Again is played on here because it was the beginning of the Baptiste journey 
so it's it's cool does it catch you off guard when you hear it like in real life with your real life name? yeah it's a little <laughs> weird um i was on my way home from the supermarket and i was listening to joy i was like oh that song sounds cool wait a second <laughs> it's hang me. on and my partner was like uh that's you and i was like it's me so yeah that's that's a bit weird but it's it's really it's so cool it's what it's all about really it's very exciting and it's, um, just to repeat, the song's name is Start Again and we're talking to uh, Baptiste or Ebony, real life name, day-to-day <laughs> name. Um, According to my birth certificate, yes. <laughs> which none of us have seen so we actually don't have proof of that. Um, when did the idea of Baptiste and going solo, because I'm right in believing that you were in another group before I doing was, what you do now? Yeah, I was in an indie rock band. Um, for many years called Who Is Zoe. May we rest in peace. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and back in 2012, I moved to Nashville for a bit and I met these other musicians and and writers and discovered the new idea of co-writing and it kind of changed my life. I explored this whole new world of Americana and you know, analog synths and using weird instruments and just the idea of writing a song with another person was so foreign to me. But I discovered that there and in doing so, I found that there's this whole other part of me as an artist. Um, And so when I came home, I just wanted to explore that more and more and, and I wanted to be more than just someone with a guitar. I wanted to be a producer as well and... So, yeah, that's where Baptiste came out. And I paired up with my friend Timothy Coghill, who is a composer in uh, in Melbourne, and we kind of just... We both wanted to be producers and, and writers, and so we were like, oh, let's learn how to use a vocoder or right. let's learn how to use this synth, and that's how Baptiste came about. Yeah. Now, am I right in thinking and my knowledge of this comes from film and television, (laughs) Nashville is traditionally a country music city? Yes, yes. But it still has a hub of musicians who don't focus on country? Like Kings of Leon, The Black Keys, Paramore. uh, I just keep making surprise, delighted noises. Yeah, there are so many amazing artists that are coming out of Nashville right now. Who aren't country music focused. So far away from being country, like Half Noise, Daniela Mason, Liza Ann, and like I said, Kings of Leon, Paramore, Mm. you know, so far from being country. It's just kind of this uh, amazing place where all of these artists come together and, yeah, the country roots are there, but they all just, like, there's all these extrapolations of that. The, the storytelling, the, the making of music. And um, I'm one of those people that's just like, yeah, I've just run with that. What do you think it is about Nashville in particular? I've not visited, but if it's known for cultivating such a diverse range of musicians, what do you think it is about the city that is so conducive to that? It's the sense of community that everyone has because it's a it's a city full of orphans. So, and what I mean by that is everybody leaves. <laughs> Sorry, no, it sounds like a, like a Charles Dickens. Yes. You know. Well, well, yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's a place where everybody leaves their hometown to chase their dream, but they don't have any sense of community. 
So they meet all these people who are chasing the same dreams but they want friendship and they want some sort of connection and yeah. the only connection that they have to begin with is music. And so the extrapolations of that or the iterations of that are things like Kings of Leon. You know, yeah. like it's just... It, and it, it becomes this incredible place for making music. I mean, you you go there, you spend a day there and you meet everyone from every every genre because it's like, ah, oh, I don't have a family, I don't have friends, let's connect over music, that thing that we have in common. It's, it's a, quite a beautiful thing. Sounds bloody great, Lindsay. I think we should go over for a whole move to Nashville. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about your lyrics because I've always found lyrics really fascinating. Since I was a little kid, I listened to a lot of hip-hop and rap. What were my parents? Where were my parents? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> just dawned on me. Not the point. But that, that's very much lyric-based music mm. where sometimes the beats, not always, but sometimes the beats can be quite simple and then it's all about what people are saying. How... what? How important is for you using your lyrics to explore your life? How honest are your lyrics? Are you sort of, sto- you know, what like are you storytelling? Are you talking oh, about yeah. Ebony or Baptiste as a character? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think it's all incorporated in that. As as Baptiste, I think it's important for me to use my lyrics in a way that explains my my version of the human condition, you know, mm. and and my story and. I, but I also try and make it universal because the way that I explore things like my own uh, self-confidence, my sexuality, the way I view myself through the lens of my relationships that I've had and the life that I've led and through my parents and blah, blah, blah I think that's really, really important to shine through um, my lyrics and, and, and I try and translate that through everything that I do as Baptiste. What? Oh, so, Lindsay, please. No, I was just going to say, you mentioned earlier that co-writing is kind of a new experience for you. Was it when you first started co-writing with such personal lyrics, was that confronting to share? Oh, it was so weird. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing being like, all right, um, so let's talk about our feelings. Yeah. You know, like, because you, you're trying to be cool and like show off your talents and then be like, all right, we're going to talk about our emotions now. <laughs> Um, but it was amazing because we are all struggling in our own way and we're all laying ourselves bare in some sort of way. So you can kind of build off each other and, and, and then it, it's kind of an amazing therapy to be like, oh, you've experienced this too. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, heartbreak is the worst. <laughs> you know, so it, yeah, it's, it's amazing for that, I think. I think that's why music still exists. Hang on. Whoa, big generalisation <laughs> from, <laughs> from Greta. But no, because, it, well, you know, some music doesn't have lyrics. Thanks very much, Ebony. But <laughs> a lot of it does. And I think it's part of the reason why we still turn to it. And it's such an important part of every single culture because you can suddenly connect with someone who you're probably not going to meet. I mean, I am going to be friends, with, best friends with Lady Gaga one day. Of course you are. So but in I. the meantime, yeah. yeah, yeah, both of us. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, that's good that you're able to open up in that sense because I would think it would be so easy to just have lyrics that aren't real. Yeah, to protect yourself. Oh, totally. It's very easy to write lyrics that are kind of generic and like let's talk about us going out in the clubs and on the nights because I know all of the vernacular for that. <laughs> um, but, 
<laughs> clearly. Um, but I think it's actually really important for us to all be able to connect in some way. That's it's the most wonderful thing about being a human being is is connecting with an, with everybody. And we all accept, like with my lyrics in particular, I, of course, I'm speaking about my own experience, but I hope that someone can apply their own experience to it and listen to my song and be like, oh, this is, this speaks so much to my self-confidence or, oh, this speaks so much to that breakup that I just had or how mm. I feel about my parents. I think, you know, we, sh- we need to be able to express ourselves and identify with each other in all those different nuanced ways. Oh, and music can often become um, something that you rely on almost in a medical sense. I have a Fiona Apple album that is like like a therapist. Your medicine. For me for a really long time. <laughs> you know, but I think so it's really nice that you're able to contribute um, in that sense and through your own honesty because I wouldn't be brave enough. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay's looking at me like, yeah, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, it's true. It is terrifying. Um, just leave it up to me. It's fine. I've got, I've got you. Uh, we are chatting to Batiste, also known as Ebony Manusama, um, about her upcoming show at the Workers' Club tomorrow night. You're on 21st Century Women on Joy. 13 minutes past joy and... Oh! <laughs> 13 minutes past nine on joy. Oh, I like that. It's all the same. Um, 21st Century Woman is where you found yourself, Lindsay, Hannah and uh, singer-producer Baptiste. Um, upcoming show at the Workers' Club tomorrow night. Um, you've got your song, Start Again, on rotation here at Joy. We'll be hearing the track Not Too Far Away. Mm. What sort of the process of writing this song, producing this song, where did Start Again kind of come from? It's funny because um, firstly, thank you so much for putting this on uh, rotation so much. I've just really, it's been quite an honour to be played on Joy and I think I just wanted to acknowledge that as an artist, it's it's nice to have support in Melbourne. Um, but yeah, when it comes to Start Again, it's funny um, when I was writing this one with Tim Coghill, the, my friend, we <laughs> wanted to write a Coldplay track. And <laughs> I know that sounds hilarious, but we were just like so inspired by the layering and, and the way but that's were, such a good way to start because you give yourself sort of a bit of a format or a structure or really totally. specific inspiration. Yeah, I think the track was called Coldplay-ish for about <laughs> six months. Um, it was known as that for so long that we actually forgot the name of the song when we played the show. But, uh, yeah, it, it started off as just this idea. We just wanted this big, you know, happy emotional track about just a catharsis of 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 these really intense emotions but in a positive way. So that's how that started. And then, you know, we really wanted to learn how to use a vocoder. Now, what's a vocoder for <laughs> people who don't know? So, mainly Lindsay. Mainly Lindsay. Oh, hi, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> let me tell you my vocoders. Uh, <laughs> it's a voice thing, isn't it's, it? It alters your voice. So you know that famous song, Imogen Hair, but the OC. Oh. The, the episode was Don't much even get sick. her started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the bullet and everything. Yeah, that moment there with Imogen Heap and that that whole song is done in a vocoder. So obviously we wanted to learn how to use that um, because it sounds really cool. Uh, and 
that's kind of what the song was built off. We did this vocoder of the song Start Again and just kind of just kept on building layers and layers on top of that. And and I was going through a period of my life of of, of uh, becoming confident in who I am as a person and, and even just coming out. And it was really important for me to have that sentiment of starting again, just rebooting my life and being like, yeah, it's a positive thing. It's an intense thing. It's an emotional thing, but it's not a bad thing. It's a positive thing. So, you know, that's the technical and emotional side. 0427 Joy 949. We're talking to Baptiste, singer, producer. Uh, her single Start Again is being played on Joy right now. It's so interesting how you talk about the title of the track and in terms of rebooting and coming out because I think I know a lot of our listeners would relate to that because when you, you know, feel comfortable in your sexuality, it's a nice sensation. It is a bit like hitting refresh or I guess it's similar to... Maybe how straight people feel on New Year's Day <laughs> when they start off with their resolutions. I don't know. But it's, you know what I mean? Like it is so nice. And even if you're in a position in your life where you're not really sure where you feel with your sexuality, it's kind of nice to know that there could be that day in the future where you just suddenly feel yeah. really fresh again. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, I've, I've always compared it to the feeling of like when you're driving manual, manual and you go back to neutral and it's like, everything's safe right now like it's gonna <laughs> yes. be okay yeah. everything was a bit scary then but let's just go back to neutral you're fine like you've come out you're comfortable in who you are and for me that's what it's all about like I am for the first time in my life comfortable in who I am and I'm 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 making music from a place of feeling comfortable and confident in that and it's not trying to hide something and you know for years I was writing music from a place of like you know, being someone else. Mm. Um, but now it's like, this is actually just me. Um, uh, I, and I can have this new iteration of me where I write the script and I'm the protagonist in my own story. So, great, let's do this. Let's start again. Let's reboot. Let's go back to neutral and go forward from there. Oh, I feel like I'm talking to Oprah right now. This is a- <laughs> I yeah. cancelled my therapy session tonight. <laughs> that's his it to March. Yeah. I'm glad I did. <laughs> you said your track Start Again was somewhat Coldplay inspired. How far do you think the Coldplay kind of inspiration will continue for? Like, do you think you'll release an album that's forced onto everybody's smartphones? <laughs> <laughs> that was you too, but I'll, that's fine. Oh, was um, it? No, oh, I'm, I'm so sure I'm it just, was Coldplay. Yeah, that's a live fact check there. No, it's fine. It's Coldplay are kind of... They've got similar things going on. It's the same space. It's fine. It's embarrassing. It's like stadium music. It is... Yeah, Coldplay is trying to do what U2 has done. Uh, Look, I think... No, I'm not going to force my way onto... I I believe in consent. Um, And... Uh, I think it's more about I, I really loved the way Chris Martin used to write songs. I'm, I, maybe I'm not on board with some of the albums that they've released recently, but absolutely in the past. I mean, Brothers and Sisters and the Safety EP and Parachutes, those, that, that was my childhood. I mean, mm. that's, that's formed so much of my songwriting and, and I respect him so much as a songwriter in that, in that era. So, sure, that's going to be built 
you know, built into my new releases and that, that kind of thing. But also, like, I'm planning on releasing a new album where from top to bottom, everything is done by women. Oh, wow. Everything. Every song, every instrument is played by a woman. It's mastered by a woman. It's mixed by a woman. That is my... That's going to be my aim for my album. That's so good. Well, there Thank you have you. it, everyone. <laughs> this has been 21st no. <laughs> And we're no, done here forever. Really, it's so nice to have that goal because I think sometimes people think they'll have goals like that and then other things fall into place and it doesn't necessarily happen. Oh, but yeah. I can tell by your voice oh, and the look in your eyes. I'm that's, determined. That's I mean, awesome. There are so many talented oh, of women. Course. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. you look at people like Woods, people like Amy Shark, mm. you know, there, there are so many incredible women out there in Melbourne alone, Yeah. let alone the rest of the world. We can do this. We can make an entire album from start to finish that matches and is better than all the other albums out there. What's your deadline? When do you want to have the album out or is that not, we're not quite there yet? Um, I want to have it out by this year. Great. Yeah. Um, but it, it's more that I want to make sure all my friends who are musicians and have crazy sort of timelines, I want to make sure that we're, it's all aligned. But, yeah, this year is the aim. Yeah, right. How do you feel like, just going back to the point about community that we are chatting about earlier in relation to Nashville, how do you think the community in Melbourne compares to Nashville? Is it similar? It is. It's similar, but it's so much bigger. Nashville is a city that's about 400,000 people. Is it? Yeah. Tiny. We are learning so much tonight, Lindsay. This is why I read the news. I just get it all live. History of Nashville. <laughs> I can teach you how to make hot chicken. Oh, um, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, uh, Melbourne is so much bigger. It's ten times bigger. And the community is wonderful, but it is a lot bigger. And I'm navigating my way through that. But there is a really, really wonderful, empowering female community out here. I mean, there's the lady choir driven by people like uh, Angie Hart and Tash Parker and you've got, you know, people like Jane Cloa and um, Courtney Barnett who are doing these incredible things for women out here and, and I'm just starting to kind of become a part of those communities and and they're always growing and they're, and they're always very empowering and accepting. So it, it is very exciting out here. It's just ten times bigger. <laughs> and I guess those commute, like uh, talking about those artists, they've been through what you're going through. Absolutely. And therefore, it's so great that you can have that support network. What advice would you give to someone who is, you know, tapping out a few songs on the piano at home, but isn't quite sure if they want to take it to the next level in terms of recording or mastering or really fleshing out a track like ones that we might hear on radio? What advice would you have? I would say um, don't be afraid to reach out to musicians that you want to be like because um, there are so many, even ones that I've reached out to who I feel like are so much more successful, but they're so generous with their time. And even as myself, you know, um, I, I'm not at a high level whatsoever, but when, if people contact me, I'm, I would love to collaborate with anybody and anyone who shows any interest in that. It's such a good way to grow and understand more about the industry. Look for mentors. I mean, one of my mentors is Gosling, who's been mm. around for a long time and, and she's one of my closest friends and just constantly, like, helping me grow as a, as a person and as an artist and there's, you know... It, like there are always goslings out there for everybody to try and learn more and 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 to grow in their craft. 
Mm, Lindsay and I are both like, very thoughtful answer. <laughs> because we can communicate with each other through our heads yes, and not out loud. It's a shocking for radio. Um, uh, pardon me. So tomorrow night you're performing at the Workers' Club in Fitzroy. How do you recreate the Baptiste sound live? Like or how are you going to do it tomorrow night? It's quite difficult. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> so you're going to be like, a little guitar here. Oh, and it's a little bit so easy, and trust me. <laughs> no, uh, I, have, I have a very talented music director. His name's Jackson. And uh, I feel very sorry for him because I'm just like, <laughs> do everything. Uh, no. Uh, it's called delegating. It's delegation, right? Uh, th- look, there are, I could probably do my set with about 20 musicians. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And <gasps> you need to score yourself a deal with the MSO. Of course. And just <laughs> very easily. I'll call my people. I'll just, I'll just quickly <laughs> give them a call. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's easy to do it with about 20 people. So we've, ha- we've tried to condense it down and, and take a very complex idea and the, the so it's myself my little brother who's a phenomenal bass player and Jackson who is a drummer um, and a music director and we just kind of play a bunch of different instruments at the same time <laughs> I thought you were about to say and hope for the best and hope for the best <laughs> well that was my next line don't worry Hopefully about the it's melody it's not a disaster <laughs> um, no uh, yeah and we just kind of figure out a way to layer it all together yeah um, so it's it's very involved it's very complex but it is it's an exciting show and um we aren't you know pulling any punches we're really going for it so tomorrow night is going to be an amazing time you're performing with denim swan and field maps as well what time are you on tomorrow night at the workers club i'm on at nine o'clock 9 p.m on a school night that's great it's It's spicy and have you performed these songs live yet i have yes i performed at the toff i say this like i'm suddenly (laughs) turned to your parent i'm like okay good (laughs) because you should (laughs) go home tonight (laughs) thanks (laughs) mum Yeah, no, I um, <laughs> I performed at the TOF. I supported Phoebe Starr and Evangeline, which was very, it was a wonderful experience. And this time I'm supporting my good friends, Denim Swan. It's their first ever show, but they've played with bands like Oh Mercy and oh, right. Gosling. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's uh, Cliff, he's the lead singer. It's his first sort of show with his band and it's very exciting. So, yeah, this is going to be, it's going to be an incredible night. I believe. Do you have any pre-show rituals? How do you kind of get into the zone? Um, I tend to go off on my own, drink a lot of Jameson (laughs) um, and eat a burger, uh, much against my um, vocal coach's wishes. Uh, Yeah, just lots of whiskey and... And forgetting that I even have a show on, and then I surprise myself and go, "Oh, I've got a show!" <laughs> Bye. No, I love that. <laughs> it works really well. I'm here for the burger. <laughs> You're on 21st Century Woman with Lindsay, Greta, and Baptiste. <laughs> We're on 21st Century Women with Lindsay and Greta and special guest Baptiste. Always get in touch 0427 Joy 949. It's 0427 569 949. Baptiste, thanks so much for joining us in the studio for the last half hour, walking us through the journey of your musical ups and downs, singer, producer, <laughs> extraordinaire. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. 
And bonus content, let's all move to Nashville. <laughs> right. No I'll pack all my bags. Yeah, no one saw that twist coming. No, thank you for coming in. Um, it's so great that we have your music uh, playing on Joy, your single starter game. We're going to play it uh, just in a moment. Um, because, we, you know, here at Joy, we're trying to focus on, you know, Australian music and queer music. So to have that sort of combo and also a female artist and someone based in Melbourne, it's just a nice... Ticks all the boxes, but not in a bad way, in a great way. It's a tight little package. Yeah, wow. Okay, it is after nine. No, it's just... I didn't realise how ticky boxes could weirdly sound negative until I said it out loud, but I meant it in a positive way. But uh, Baptiste is playing tomorrow night at the Workers' Club in Fitzroy with Denim Swan and Field Maps. She'll be on at 9pm. Ebony, thanks so much for uh, coming into the studio. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. We love it. We'll have to have you back on. Please. When you start to write more songs. Yes, anytime. This is Baptiste's single, Start Again, playing at the moment on Joy and playing right now for you as well. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.